Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. You know what I miss? Hair metal bands. I miss lamp. <laughs> well, at least we aren't on intervention. True that. My mom hustled me off the phone because it was time for her French reality show. Thanks a lot, mom. <laughs> Have such a good day. Welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants desperately for you to do just that. How is everybody out there? In there, are you embracing your inner homebody, perhaps? I am. I know you are. I mean, <laughs> you should see me right now. My gosh. You know? I know. We actually were both like matchy-matchy this morning. Neither of us washed our hair this weekend. We're both I wearing really a blue baseball cap. <laughs> <laughs> we're both wearing gray hoodies. <laughs> yeah. It was a lazy weekend. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we're recording this on a Monday morning, so... Oh, another week, Heather, another week. Another week. Happy birthday, Lisa. My friend Lisa's birthday is today. And Happy she's, birthday, Lisa. Yeah, it's always interesting to have a birthday on a Monday because you have to try extra hard to like make it special because like Mondays are kind of eh. Yeah. So yeah, I hope you have a good one. <laughs> I love how much you care about birthdays. You're, you're like, you know, the Monday birthday is just sort of meh, you know, <laughs> you have to try so hard. Well, it was like the day you were born. It's like kind of a miracle, you know? <laughs> I, I guess so. That's a good way to think of it. Well, if you're new to the show, this is uh, where Heather and I, I'm Sarah, by the way, uh, try to unpack the absurdity of everyday life because, boy, can it get weird. It can get weird. It can get hard. We can get cynical and skeptical. So we, you know, we try to have a little bit of fun on this show. Get away from all the heavy stuff, you know? Yeah. Although, I will say, I... I feel a little heavy. Um, I mean, not necessarily like physically? physically. Well, I physically kind of do. I do. I, I ate like crap over the weekend, and that's just what I did. But uh, no, it just it's, some weeks drag along a bit. And last week was it was sort of a hard week. I mm-hmm. I don't even really have you know nothing terrible happened, but like mm-hmm. I <laughs> such a weird thing that happened. But I've got this. Uh, it's a June oven. It's like a smart oven. And it's about the mm-hmm. size of a toaster oven, right? And it's over in my kitchen, kind of on a on a counter by the microwave. And I use it a lot. 
and mm -hmm. it's great for you know if you're like toasting bagels or whatever lots of things and I had been toasting something and so it was really hot inside and I mm -hmm. reached my hand in because I just was like I don't know couldn't grab an oven mitt taking one second out of my day <laughs> you know and I accidentally the top of my hand touched you know the uh. the ring whatever the, the hot thing and I, and I burned myself and it wasn't like you know with burns at first you're like oh that hurt but it wasn't that mm -hmm. bad yeah and then I, the, and then it sets in it kind of sets in yeah and it wasn't yeah. even I mean it, I, I definitely I I burned myself but I didn't even like run my hand under cold water it just it was just a, like, a little blip where I was like ah that was stupid you know why'd you mm -hmm. do it that way Sarah and mm -hmm. then the next day I was like I looked down at my hand and I'm like what is that you know it kind of looked like like a strange bruise it wasn't even really like a burn. It, I I couldn't figure it out. I was like, "What is wrong with me?" You know, I have like leprosy. Part of an alien abduction. It was yeah. It was just it was it was just kind of a strange thing because I kind of saw it out of the corner of my eye and I had forgotten all about the burn. It was just yeah. weird. Well, that was like a week ago, and it has gotten kind. Of, I mean, it's it's healing slowly but surely. But like, it was worse than I thought it was. Yeah, burns are weird like that. It's like a bliss. It's like gets purple and it's yeah. I've had that before. Yeah, and it dries out. Yeah, and you kind of you have that like it's like crinkle skin. Yes, and then it sort of becomes like a scab. And it, I was just like, ah, oh, it's awful. And I mean, you know, thank goodness I live alone because I didn't even bother to put a bandaid over it. But I was like, I mean, in public, someone would be like, oh gosh, what's happening to this woman? <laughs> the aloe that you buy in like the jar, like it's in a, um, a bottle is mm -hmm. it's just like the pure aloe. That stuff is like magic for burns. And especially because I burn my tongue a lot because I'm I get <laughs> totally um, sort of impatient when I'm like heating up soup or something and I always burn my tongue. But if you swish some of that aloe in your mouth, it works amazing. Really? Highly recommend. Yeah. Wow. I don't <laughs> I love how you're like listen I just burn my mouth a lot so here's my solution <laughs> well it's funny because I, I relate to like you rushing to grab your thing out of your oven because I tend to there's times when I'm I'm kind of my, my boyfriend would be like you know just slow down you know because I'm like trying to make food real fast or mm -hmm. I'm trying to do the dishes real fast and like you know plate flips out of my hand and you know it's like just just slow that slow the f down all right yeah yeah I I have the same issue sometimes I'm like it's like and it's all in your mind right because it's like sure maybe oh, I'm yeah. in a hurry but 30 seconds doesn't matter no not at all but yeah you kind of you're just like you're like I'm in a frenzy <laughs> you know <laughs> I need the dishes to be done so I can sit <laughs> no, it's exactly like that because it's never like where I'm really trying to rush out of the house. It's like, I just want to get dinner. I want to sit down. I want to relax. It's like, it's like rushing to relax, which is kind mm. of ironic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So anywho, did you have, so you had a crazy week. It was a crazy week. There are, um, it's getting busy around these parts for the Airbnb and, yeah. um, you know, it's, I talk about it all the time because there's always something, but it was a quiet couple of months. Really, mm -hmm. after you know the first of the year, um, there have been a, a couple parties that have come and gone, but a lot of empty house, mm -hmm. and that's cool. I mean, I, I like it when it's just me here, but um, but the uh, the sort of rush of Airbnb for pretty much 2021 has begun. 
Oh, I mean, yeah. looking ahead to like October, we don't have anybody booked for October yet, but like it's booked. Oh yeah. Besides a day. Still. Yeah. Here and there. It's like, it's insane. and it, it starts to become, and I, I've done this already and I know mm. how it is and you just kind of get used to, there's just always like strange people that mm. uh, may need to ask me questions, you know, and, and you just kind of have to have to deal with that stuff. I know how it goes and it'll be fine. I think once a few more weeks go by and I'm just like, yeah, it's my reality. And I kind of have to just make sure I do my laundry in between people coming yeah. and going and that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it feels like, like I'm looking at, it's like the Monday feeling, but it's the whole year. Oh yeah. No, I feel the same way. I was actually just doing like the big, like next four month, like housekeeping schedule. And it was like almost every day. Like it was like the longest line of like dates you know, for every month. Yeah. A lot of people, I mean, we're still on a, we don't have a two night minimum and I want to change that, but I just, every time I want to change it, we just get booked and then I go, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Um, and you know, it's a little intense having people stay. A lot of people do book one night and then, you know, you've got a way busier schedule. Um, I like it when people book like a week or something so that I don't have to like worry about. Oh gosh. Yeah. And uh, every second, <laughs> this is a little, it's a little inside baseball for Airbnb, but Heather and I both deal with this and the, the minimum means you, so at where Heather is, someone can just come for a night. The problem mm -hmm. with that. And the reason that there's a five night minimum where I am mm -hmm. is that it's a huge, like estate, you mm -hmm. know, with like multiple kitchens and I mean it's it's a huge cleaning job and you yeah. have to clean it the same way even if someone stays for just one night or like a month and it takes all day probably for you see ours is like maybe a two to three hour turnaround because they're small cabins yeah but, yeah it's a whole yeah, thing well, especially it with is a whole thing you know, there's like there's not that it shouldn't be cleaned well anyway but there's like covid sanitation stuff and mm -hmm. it's like you just really have to like you know play by the book on that one oh, yeah and so yeah it's like it's just not worth it I mean I'm not paying the housekeeper the the landlord is but mm -hmm. it's a it's a it's a big it's a big thing so it's yeah it's a lot to coordinate lot, for sure a lot of coordination oh yeah oh yeah so I was I've been a little behind on my Saturday Night Live uh, I usually watch them on Sunday mornings because, I don't know, I can't be bothered to stay up late on Saturday night. Um, it's just like a fun little, it's my Sunday morning thing. Mm -hmm. But, I've, but I'm, I've been kind of, I don't know, busy or doing other stuff. And so I had a few that were that were waiting in the wings. Um, and I caught up on on everything over the weekend, which was funny. And one of the, one of the skits that I loved, and um, if, if you've seen it, uh, you well, I don't know. Maybe you thought it was funny. Maybe you didn't. But it's like a it's a skit that's like a song about women who like it's like, you know, it's me time tonight. You know, like the husband's out with his friends and I'm going to treat myself to some murder shows. Oh, yeah. This is I love it. It's so funny. Well, they, they originally started out with like it was I think the original skit was them doing like the it was like Sarah Silverman doing like the face masks and it was like me time. Yeah. Kind of thing. And yeah. now, yeah, like this whole thing about murder shows is hilarious. It has evolved. And it's funny because I'm actually not really, you know, the person who's seen every episode of Law and Order kind of thing. But there are a lot of those people. And uh -huh. I mean, I, I know the joke is that it's like, oh, it's something that women like kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that really is kind of weird, right? Like, why, oh, it is weird. why do we like these things well, so much? It's like, there's so many of them now. There's like a trend or something. Like, it was funny how they flipped through all the different like 
tit- Netflix titles. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of those shows now. Yeah, I know. Like more than usual. More than usual. So yeah, I and the I don't know. Sometimes I get hooked on a series or 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 whatever. Or someone says, oh, this is episode. Whether it's like true crime yeah. or something that's fictional. Sometimes I watch that, but it's definitely not something, you know, I, I, I do like to treat myself um, <laughs> and I have my stuff that I like, but, you know, I'm like, yeah, murder shows, like, it's just like not a thing that I'd be like, cool. It's like raining tonight. I have nothing to do. I'm going to just like binge I'm home some, alone. some shows about murder myself out. But what I do do, and I think that other people think it's weird is I love shows about like drug addiction. For example, Intervention. Intervention was like on a hiatus or something for a while. It was like a popular show. Uh, I watched every single episode. I was just so into it. And the thing about the show is like, it almost never really ends well. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like they go to rehab. That's the whole thing. You know, there's like a formula to the show. And, you know, you get to know like why the person has gone into whatever spiral that they're in. And it's really bad. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's not like entertaining at all. And then, you know, sometimes they like, you know, check in like three months later, Sarah is feeling much better. And, you know, you kind of like you see them and they're like, oh, new lease on life and that kind of thing. But like usually it'll just be like the slate at the end where Uh it's like Sarah left rehab after three days. (laughs) She continues to use heroin and then the show's over and you're like, oh, well, that didn't end well. And but it's like, I love the show. I don't. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why do I like this? You know, it's it's very interesting psychological thing for sure. Yeah. Like I'm not like I don't want anyone to have these problems. And yet here I am like eating dinner and being like, ah, yay, intervention. You know, it's just it's just it's a weird thing. And I was I was actually doing it last night because there was a new episode. And I mean, it was like really bad. It was Mm. one of the worst. And and yet I'm like kind of like excited about it so yeah I don't know what that says about me for you well you know it reminds me because my sister's really into like um serial killer shows and Mm. and a lot of the like um forensic files and and stuff like that but she's not like dark and twisted per se but if there's something about it she herself is not a serial killer you might be but no just kidding no i mean and then here here this might help shed some light on your situation sarah because i know you're really into reality shows and everybody most of our audience knows that i'm not so much into them and i think the reason why i don't like reality like i don't really (laughs) want to know what humans are really doing i prefer narrative and story-based stuff because i like to kind of it's like that escapism thing. But if, see, if I see too much of what, like, you know, um, Jerry Springer type stuff, it's, it freaks me out. Like, to me, like, a horror movie doesn't really scare me because it's kind of, like, fictional. Mm-hmm. But, like, Jerry Springer, to me, will depress me, you know, because it's, like, real life. Is Jerry Springer even on TV anymore? See, that kind of reality, I'm not into either. Well, there's... Yeah, that was a bad example. It's almost like, it's like... It's like watching. Does it make you feel better about your life because you're like, well, I don't need an intervention, so like I'm feeling better about myself. I don't. Kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, I am often like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I don't have a heroin <laughs> addiction. I mean, or you know, that kind of thing. Or or you see somebody and you're like, wow, they, you know, something terrible happened in their childhood, and that's why they're struggling yeah. as an adult. And again, it's like it's not funny at all. Mm-hmm. It there. I I don't really like I can't sort of pinpoint why I find I get value out of it. I think mm-hmm. it's like it's just 
fascinating. I sure. guess. I think it's what it is. I think that, that maybe that's what maybe that's what it is. Now that I'm like talking myself through it, it's like I am fascinated by why um, something can happen in someone's life and it triggers, you know, like the rest of their life. You know, uh-huh. well, some people have addictions for. I mean, you have can have addictions for all sorts of reasons. Something um, distinctive didn't necessarily need to happen to you, but that's often the case. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my parents had a terrible divorce when I was six, and like mm-hmm. I never got over it, kind of thing. It's like you start to see these patterns where you're like, sure. it's maybe it's like a little bit of me being, like you know, an armchair psychologist where I'm like, aha, yes, I I, I can see where, where you snapped here, you know, (laughs) and and now you gotta, you need some help to get out of this. Uh Maybe I should, maybe I should, you know, get my psychology degree. It's definitely, I know I've always, I've always thought about that. It is fascinating. And I think there is, there's a lot of psychological reasons why we watch what we're drawn to think. I mean, why do I like certain horror movies? I mean, the other night, and this is again, like I wouldn't have chosen this movie. This is something that was brought to the table by my boyfriend. You know, he did a documentary on like, like sexploitation and like um, grindhouse movies and stuff like way back when. So he he's just very knowledgeable about some of these really fringy uh, like genres and stuff. And like I would have never chosen this. This thing is called like blood uh blood feast or something like that and it's about no here's the thing here's the thing it's it's going to there's a bit of a theme with what i want to talk about today and part of it is that so this movie is about here's the premise it takes place in like a hick forested area and a bunch of bombshell uh, like really tough and like beautiful softball players they're on a team and they're playing the hicks in the town. So they're like, it's basically girls against hicks, girls against guys. And I mean, it is the dumbest premise ever. And you like, you see the, you know, the, the cover and everything. It's just like, and I'm like, come on, we're seriously going to watch this. <laughs> it was so entertaining. I mean, it was like totally something that opens your mind to, you know, again, like I, it's like, I wouldn't say it's my top in my top 50 favorite movies, but it was damn entertaining. And I've thought about it for the last couple of days. And so why do we like these things? Because it would never be something that it was totally hokey, you know, and like kind of silly dialogue. But there was a lot of good in it. It was funny as hell. And so I think, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, it's okay to go astray from time to time, Sarah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I will continue to watch Intervention as long as they keep making episodes. It's, it's kind of funny. This is, it's, so the show was on, I don't know, I'm like 10 years ago, whenever it was like, it was a popular show, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you, it was like social media existed. So you'd see like the rounds of people being like, oh my God, did you see that? That was a really weird intervention, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and then, and it's A&E is the, is the network. And then A&E came out with Hoarders. And, mm-hmm. and at first I was like, oh, here we go, you know? <laughs> no, it, it actually, it's like, even me, I couldn't watch it. It's mm. too sad and disturbing. Yeah. It's just like, it was just like, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't, I, like, I can't deal. I cannot do this. And then intervention kind of went away and I totally forgot about it. And then it sort of resurfaced mm-hmm. and there was like a whole season, you know, that I had found on you know, one of my apps where I'm like, whoa, I haven't seen any of these. These are like new. Oh my gosh. Mm. And it was all Canadians. It's like the franchise like had somehow 
moved to Canada. <laughs> and they never really talked about that explicitly. Like yeah. that wasn't part of the storyline, but you're just like, where, what is this town? Where is the, oh, it's like in Canada somewhere. And that part was like also fascinating to me because mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know. It's like family dynamics and where are they and where do they live? And it is fascinating. You know, it's funny. I, I dodged a bullet way back when my, my first time in LA after doing like the broadcast television stuff with you, I, I had another kind of producer friend who it was when reality TV kind of started bubbling up. This was like, I don't know, like early 2000s-ish. And I had an opportunity to like get on that train. And the, my producer friend was like going from one, he worked on Hoarders, going from one mm. reality show to the next. And I remember being really scared of it. I'm like, I do not want to get caught up in this being a producer for reality shows. And right. I, I had to really take a hard turn because I kind of fell into it. And I'm like, I don't want to do this because I knew it would be something that I would end up doing for a while because you just get caught up. Yeah, it doesn't seem like your deal. No. Although mm -mm. I, I, I'm sure you would have been a wonderful producer. Uh, well, but it's from everything that I have seen, especially <laughs> what it's like. I don't know, like the reality shows where it's like you're just like following people around 24 seven mm -hmm. and then you just decide what makes the hour of television, you know, mm -hmm. week after week. It's like, that's a lot of work. Oh my but gosh. But that could be fun though. Like, especially the improvising part of it where you're just like, how is this going to play out? Let me help craft the story. Yeah. Which I think that part could be really cool if you're on like the creative side. But I feel like if you're on like the, I don't know, the nuts and bolts side, sounds like a total nightmare. Anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, how has your week been, Heather, besides watching Bloodlust or whatever it was? <laughs> I, I can remember these damn titles, but I could talk about all the details and how these women got um, murdered in the forest. Anyway, I have had a, I look kind of like you, Sarah. I mean, you and I commiserate about this stuff a lot. There's just a lot of problem solving, lots of negotiating, lots of renovating, lots of ing of things. Mm -hmm. And I'm just really trying to stay active and get stuff done. I'm kind of, again, like I, I get kind of obsessive about my to-do list. I just, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And then I'm like, I delete it. And I get like so much satisfaction. <laughs> and it made me actually think about, you know, when I go outside and I'm doing kind of like weeding or gardening or kind of deadheading and that kind of thing, it's kind of the same thing. It's like this getting rid of the old and bringing in the new. And there's something psychologically just very satisfying for me it makes me feel productive but uh, I digress I actually I was kind of anxious this week about booking a vacation because you kind of get these rumblings lately because people are getting their vaxes and mm -hmm. you know people are talking about trips they're going on and a lot of people are booking our cabins and they're coming from far and wide I mean these people are like wow you're driving all the way here from North Carolina really and so I had a friend who invited me to Hawaii this summer and I'm like starting to kind of get that feeling of like everyone's going to be rushing to book the cute boutique hotel in the whatever city and it's gonna I have a feeling it's just gonna be so booked and so like competitive and stuff like that so I'm really I spent a lot of the week kind of like scheming the year like how can I get away when could I get away so I, I sort of in the interim I thought, you know, I'm just going to go get a massage, you know, just something <laughs> at the very least, you know, because it, it's been a stressful couple of months for sure. I needed someone to rub my shoulders. And so I was kind of poking around, you know, I'm, I take pride in like whenever I've moved to a new city, I like to curate my experiences and find like the best of the best or what I think is the best, you know, mm -hmm. my favorite taco spot and my favorite Asian restaurant and my favorite hairdresser, blah, blah, blah. And so I, I don't know much about anything up here. So I was kind of poking around for a massage therapist 
And usually I can kind of glean from reviews and from, you know, maybe pictures of their studio or their space, like if it, if it's I a like good the vibe, fit. Yeah. if it's a good fit. And I had an interesting experience because I really made a new friend, a friend that I, I would never have thought would be my friend. And her name is Barb. And <laughs> I found her via sort of a word of mouth thing, but I had to do my own research. So I went to her website. It was actually kind of hard to find her website. It was like via Facebook. She had like a weird link, you know, that went to like an outside site. And Barb is a massage therapist. I'm Barb gathering. is a mas- massage okay. therapist. Okay. Yes. But here's the thing that I've noticed in the country that does drive me batty because I find myself a modern woman. Like I think I... I like good websites. I like uh, good technology that works. I like video that looks good. I like stuff that's high tech. And Mm -hmm. I was so turned off by her website that I can't even believe I went and saw her. I was so turned (laughs) off, Sarah. It was like, it really took me back. It's like a complete relic from early internet. I have have seen the website and it's true. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's almost like it's almost like she's kidding. Oh yeah. Yeah, just like it's like like a GeoCities thing and there's like Oh yeah, total like, GeoCities like, weird, like, like clip art kind of Yeah. Yeah. It was like before the internet ruined our lives. <laughs> Remember that? Remember way back when? Yeah, barely. Here's what it looks like. Because I mean, we're an audio show, so you obviously can't see it. Um, if you really, really want to see it, maybe I'll send you the link. But I don't want to, you know, she's a wonderful, I love Barb. Barb is my friend and um, I, you know, I would like to keep it that way. <laughs> So this website, let me walk you through it. We're not going to dox Barb today. (laughs) We are not going to. And I mean, isn't it wonderful to just have a friend named Barb? I don't have any friends named Barb. I did watch Barb and Star, which I didn't think was funny at all. Yeah, I I wasn't even that excited about that that movie. It just wasn't. I don't know. It's always the same thing over and over. But uh, yeah, no, I don't. uh, I actually can't think of one barb I even know. Me neither. Huh. But her website, let's, I'm getting back to her website. It's three shades of green, maybe even four actually. And that's it. Like there's no other color. It's like all green. There are beveled buttons. Do you remember beveled buttons? There, like yeah. the, on the left nav, sure. it's like yeah. chunky, ugly, blocky, beveled green buttons. There are about eight different fonts. And this is like a very simple website but she's using about eight different fonts on one page. And, you know, I was a web developer for a short time before I became a TV producer. And I remember one of the the rules was it rapes the eyes when you have a bunch of fonts sort of like um, competing against each other, you know? Sure. And so there's a hokey black and white drawing of her face with like a blurry like <laughs> edge, like framed in an oval and she's smiling. And I mean, it's just like, are you for real? Her her name at the top, it says her full name is in a beveled font, like a different font. That's like cursive-y kind of thing, like a blocky with flowers on the letters. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and guess that someone, perhaps Barb herself, but someone <laughs> made this a long time ago and she was like, great. And just never, oh, totally. never looked back. And the back. thing is, I've I've noticed this in the country too. People do not have great websites. It's really frustrating. You can't look at inventory. They're just way behind. I feel like they're like back in time in these little rural communities. I hate that word. And then last, I will will mention, there is a button that says Barb's Tips. I was like, oh yeah, I want to know what her tips are. And it goes to a page with a broken flash player. And I just think it is wonderful. (laughs) But the moral of the story is to never judge a person by their website homepage because just because... 
she has beveled buttons doesn't mean she doesn't give a good massage because by golly, she gave a great massage. And I, I'm going to go back to her probably in a few weeks. Oh, that's great. She's wonderful. That's yeah. great. You know, it, Barb may have pulled a fast one over on all of us. <laughs> you know, here you were, you were like, I don't know about this whole thing. Look at the website. And then you walk out of the massage place and you feel great and you I'm love her. I'm pleasantly surprised. And that's why I'm telling you all out there that don't think that just because it's an ugly website, it doesn't mean the service is going to be bad. So give people a chance. You know, it's I, I haven't actually gone to see her, but I met this woman who's occasionally at the high school where I run my dog Otis around with her dog. And we got to chatting, um, you know, because we see each other often enough. And she's a massage therapist. And she recently moved here from, mm. you know, somewhere else to kind of, I don't know, get away from the city life or whatever the story was. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, like, you know, are you going to have a spot or and she said yeah I'm gonna be over by the post office do you know where that is I'm like yeah I like go there all the time that's so great mm -hmm. that's like pretty convenient and again it's kind of like where you live Heather I mean if someone's like oh I'm in the general area I'm like I mean how many miles are we talking <laughs> it's probably <laughs> yeah. not within a mile you know yeah and and uh I haven't I haven't gone there yet but she was kind of setting up her new studio and and just mm -hmm. you know just getting settled in and I said do you like do you have a website like so I can like I don't know like book a service or whatever and it was it was kind of like she's like well, I have a business card do you want that and I'm like sure let's 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 start there you know and the business card like linked to like a Facebook page that was yeah. like definitely hadn't been updated and like wasn't accurate and like didn't have any information you know where I was just like huh okay well I guess I'll just like stop by sometime when I'm like going <laughs> to the post office the anyway card. yeah it, it was it was kind of it was just one of those things where I was like yeah not everybody is you know like dialed in I guess is yeah would be the way it's it, so true or we're just or they don't care they're like why do I know what what does it matter you know like I just want to I like, think living in the city has down. sort of ruined us in a lot of ways because we have these expectations you know of this dialed world I get kind of frustrated with that I'm like get your shit together mm -hmm. but it's like there's it takes all kinds you know and I and I'm starting to appreciate um the kind of lower tech because like I don't know they're taking more naps and good for them <laughs> yes. they might be or they might be just be doing heroin you know that is true you never know what's going on you really don't know and there's like in this in this small town thing too it's like it's like island time i feel like there's that same vibe here where it's like we might be open on sunday but we might not just check back there is a lot of that here and it's frustrating it's like i tried to get breakfast yesterday and like the only place to go to get like some kind of breakfast food is a bagelry and there's like a line down the street because it's the only thing open on a sunday mm. and that kind of stuff is i find very frustrating i had this i had a hankering for this particular kind of tortilla chip <laughs> and the other day and it's like Sounds they're like, like salt and lime and it's like you can get them in a couple different places but I knew that the grocery store was doing like they have like senior hours on Tuesday and Thursday in the morning. Yeah. And I was I was kind of out and about, you know, I was I had taken my dog on a walk. And so it was like it was my errand time. And I mm. knew that the grocery store wasn't open yet. And I'm like, eh, I really want those chips. Mm. And I mean, I wasn't going to eat like so many chips at 830 in the morning, but I wanted them later. I just that, I did, that was just what I wanted that day. You had a hankering. I had a hankering. And then I was like, wait a second there's that 
there's that convenience store that's like across from the gas station. I think I've seen the chips there, which is weird because it's like not <laughs> like, you know, a gourmet store by any means, you know, like, like check it out. And I drive up and it's like, it's like there's like a chain on the front door. It's like clearly not open. And I just have never been there so early before. You know, it's like a, it's a, like a store yeah. where you'd get like beer or, yeah. you know, beef jerky or whatever. It's like I just don't go there very much. Also by the post office. And, and so I'm like, OK, not open. And then I had to go back at some point, like a couple days later. And I was, oh, I know, I was going to the post office. I was dropping something off. And as I'm coming back sort of down the, it's like a it's like a little shopping center. So there's like one driveway for a bunch of places. And I see that it's open. And I'm like, wait, it's like super early. And I was so confused <laughs> that I went in and I was like, hey, what time did you guys open? And the woman who was working behind the counter, she's really nice. You know, I've seen her there before. She's like, what? And I, we are open. And I'm like, no, 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 I just in general. Like, what time do you uh -huh. open? And she was like, um, sometimes <laughs> at eight, sometimes at 10. Like she was like, she was so vague about it where I was like, got it. So you just might be open next time I come by in the morning. Just, just, just checking. Yeah. Oh man. It was, and I... it was just like, like, I almost like was like respect. Like you just, yeah, yeah, totally. you just do not care. Like you're just going to open when you open and I might come in and buy some chips. It's been, I mean, this year in general has been... <laughs> Like, uh, are they open? Is it outdoor dining yeah. only? Is it takeout? Is it, you know, I just sort of, I've kind of, I've gone so inward where, I mean, I Me try that. to just cook as much as possible for myself because mm -hmm. I enjoy that anyway, so no big deal. But it still requires me to, you know, go get the stuff that I need yeah. to, to make the things. Uh, but I don't want to do that seven days a week. So no. in, then it turns into... Well, my problem is I get lazy and then I just get delivery. And once I get something delivered, it's like I'm going to eat too much sodium. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to not You're feel that great afterwards. Oh, I will wake up with a moon face for sure. You know? you know, and you have to be on Instagram here. I feel like every business posts like their specials or like what they what soups they have that day on Instagram only. They don't have a website. So you have to be on Instagram and you have to check daily oh, that's, what that, they have. I've never even I can't think of any restaurant that I know that does that. I mean I guess yeah, it's I guess all... it's effective. It is effective because I'll forget though. I'll forget to look at Instagram and it's been a couple times where like, oh yeah, you should have looked at Instagram and like oh yeah i'm sorry like i just didn't think of it but like yeah and then are we in red are we in purple are we in orange like i can't keep up with all that because you know we've flipped flop we flip flop a lot you know we're open then we're closed then it's just right. takeout then it's yeah. patio dining and it's like ah yeah there are like, a couple places in forestville proper you know like the main street is like a block i mean it's a tiny mm -hmm. tiny town even though uh -huh. the area and i that's where I, I live in that area but the area itself is really big and there's a lot of people but it's just so spread out but the but the sort of there there is mm -hmm. like it's just really a a few places mm -hmm. it's not like oh wow i have like 20 options no not mm -hmm. even you yeah. i mean you can drive to the next town and you have more but but uh, forestville itself is very small and there have been a f you know a few places because i drive down that that little patch of road somewhat often and it's like you know there's like a little 
it's not a winery because it's in town, but it's like, you know, the wineries will have like a little tasting room, you know, oh, yeah. in a town or whatever. And there was one that when I first moved here <laughs> and life was very different, I was like, oh, that's so cute. I've never, I've never been there. I don't remember that being there when, you know, when I was younger and I lived in the area and it's like, it has never once been open for the last year. And I mm -hmm. figure like, well, maybe they like, I mean, is it ever going to open again? Maybe <laughs> the winery is still doing its thing and they can mm -hmm. like pay the rent, you know, mm -hmm. for, to have that spot. Or maybe they own the building. Who even knows? Yeah. But it's just, it's weird. It's like, I've just gotten used to it just being this thing. And there's yeah. a sign and it looks cute and it's never open. Yeah, no, it's actually really funny. There's a little place like that in town and I've gotten to know the owner and him and I text now about wine deliveries. And it's like, okay, so yes, I was kind of complaining about these janky websites and living in the country and people aren't really connected. But I also kind of like that mom and pop sort of relationship where now I, this guy has a, such an exotic name and he's a really cool guy and he knows a lot about wine. And he has great wine, but he's only open like Friday and Saturday between like, you know, a certain time and I can't always get to him. Mm -hmm. And so we have a back and forth about what he has coming in and he'll hold some bottles for me. And I like that. I kind of think it's cool. Like I don't have to stress about getting there when he's open and I can always meet him on a time where he's not open and pick up some wine. And I kind of dig that small town thing. Well, yeah, small towns. I mean, take the good, take the bad. Um, it's all trade-offs, man. It is. It really is. I, I'm so used to this now, and it kind of, I don't know, I've fallen back into some sort of weird, you know, my past life where I always <laughs> did live in the country when I was a kid, Yeah. you know, and that was something that I wanted to escape, and mm -hmm. then, you know, and now I'm back, and it was like, just so many kind of circumstances fell into place in order for me to even be where I am right now. Mm -hmm. But it's, but it's such a reality because yeah. I've been here for a while and I don't know it, it, you know, I, I went and saw my mom last night. I just, you know, just dropped in cause she doesn't live that far away from me, you know, mm -hmm. and she's excited to see me and she's trying to feed me and she's like, Oh, the, you know, Stanley Tucci uh, episode is about to start on CNN. You know, your timing is great. And it's like, those are like these like precious, precious yeah. hours that mm -hmm. I really am like, you know, it would be hard for me to like willfully make it harder to see my mom at this yeah. point. Even though for years it was like, well, you know, got to fly to LA and she would. Yeah. It was super fun. But there was a little bit more pressure to be like, okay, what are we going to do? You know, and you got your bags packed. I'll get, get you at the airport yeah. and there's going to be, and then we're going to, you know, here, here's our itinerary. It's not as spontaneous. No, it's not at all. And, and sometimes it can be, I mean, travel is just, you know, it's, there's always stress involved with travel and just to not have that be part of seeing, you know, the person I love most in life mm -hmm. is, uh, is, is really nice and there's like all these blossoms out right now it's just really pretty around here yeah i love this time totally. of year because things start to come alive again Me and too. yeah it's uh yeah i mean it's nice it's like in la like things are kind of growing all the time and i really love the cactus and the succulents but i'm really appreciating this area so much too it's so different but there's so many flowers that bloom in stages and i don't really remember that as much in la i feel like yeah you have like the cactus flowers and the but but it was different there's something where like the spring really it's like it's like that super bloom thing it's like everything just pops you right yeah i know people from the east coast or you know they always say oh you know you don't know what seasons are and i know that <laughs> i know that it's 
much more dramatic depending on mm-hmm. where you live at certain times of year, like for sure. I get it. But uh, around here, I mean, everything is a vineyard. Everything. Yeah. I mean, okay, there's a few like... I don't know, old apple orchards and horses and stuff like that. But it's mostly vineyards. And mm-hmm. vineyards are not that pretty in the winter. Mm-mm. You know, they're just, no, they're it, it's just a bunch of branches, really. And then <laughs> when it starts to come alive again, it's like, oh, Gorgeous. you know, like that 20 minute drive that I take where I just kind of look around and go like, eh, everything's dead and it's cold. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, it's so pretty. And then it's pretty, pretty, pretty. <laughs> you know, and then <laughs> it the, totally perks you up. Yeah. And the, in the autumn, they, the leaves change a little bit. And then I, you know, then you go back to winter. But yes, it is. It's something to look forward to. We were talking about reality shows earlier, which is funny because uh, I didn't even, I didn't even talk about the real world and the reunion um, that they're doing right now. But it just, they just happen to be doing it. Okay, so you've probably heard of the real world, but if you, of course, if you haven't, um, it was kind of the first like that that it's that reality show that we're talking about where cameras are just sort of in a house and the producers Mm -hmm. are sort of invisible and there's a bunch of people who are just being taped uh to have their lives taped um and you figure out how they're they really are because Mm -hmm. they never get to get away you know or write some sort of a narrative about you know their lives it's like it's all very real and that was the first show that did something like this it was on mtv extremely popular um i mean i would be shocked if anyone's listening to this and they're like never heard of it because there's been like i don't know 400 different seasons you know in various cities around the world um mostly in the u.s though and the first one was in new york and i was in high school and i i think it was i think it was 1992 if i'm not mistaken and it was a really big deal and the the people who were on the show there was seven strangers picked to live in a house yeah so there were seven of them i know the i know the the uh the spiel because i've seen it so many times and they were in new york and they were a little bit older but they were like Mm -hmm. early 20s so it was like it was like oh they're you know it's that cool age where when you're in high school you're like oh wow they're cool you know Mm -hmm. like slightly older than me but relatable and the whole idea is like, oh, yeah, get a bunch of people that wouldn't normally have anything to do with each other because they've come from different backgrounds and they have, you know, different philosophies on life and blah, blah, blah. You know, and of course, like chaos will ensue and someone's going to fight with someone. So and maybe there will be a love connection and, you know, all of that. And the show ended up getting like really lame after a while and probably just because I got old enough to where I was like, you know what, I need to like stop watching the real world on MTV all the time. Uh-huh. But at the time it was like such a, you know, it was, it was, it was very, it was a very novel concept. Well, wasn't it one of the first reality shows? It I mean, was. Really? I mean, yeah. the, it, in the way that we are now used to reality shows, it, mm-hmm. it totally was, you know, that whole yeah. kind of thing where it's like, wow, they just like have to get used to the cameras being on them and like not look at the camera and then, you know, I guess they just sort of forget that the cameras are there, but do they really ever really forget? You know, all that stuff. <laughs> again, fascinating. Well, th- that show, again, has, has, has had so many incarnations, but that original cast is now doing a season back in New York in the same loft that they were in, you know, what, 30 years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, almost. 
And it's really a trip because I watched that show. I mean, I, I, I was very into it, you know, and I remember, I mean, of course, like I haven't kept up with these people. I don't know, you know, what they're doing. Except one, Heather B, she like became sort of a successful, um, she was a, like a rap artist and like a DJ on a New York station. And so she's been around, but, but, uh, but everybody else I had lost track of. And it is crazy because you look at them and obviously we all age, but mm -hmm. I was always a little younger than them. You know, that was how they were to me when I was young. And mm -hmm. so now I look at them and I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, everyone's gotten real, you know, a lot older, not in a bad way, just mm -hmm. older. And I'm like, but me too, <laughs> you know, like, like I'm looking at people who are like about 50 years old now. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, yeah, because we've all gotten older, but it's yeah. so weird because it's out of context because I don't know them mm -hmm. and they don't know me. So when <laughs> yeah. I'm watching it, I'm still that kid. She sure. was like, oh, this is cool. Look, wow, they got so old. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, totally. it, it's, a, it's a real trip. Um, it is a real trip. I don't know how the, I only have watched the first couple episodes. Uh, I don't know how compelling it's really going to be because I'm sort of over that stuff. But, but yeah, it's, uh, everything it's comes around. It's a marker in time. Yeah. I definitely feel like we're approaching 50 very quickly here. Well, you might be, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. The thing is, you got to embrace it. And it's like, I, I definitely it. don't embrace it, but I try to, there's definitely some, there's a lot of comedy around it. And I try to kind of lean into that. It can be very amusing getting older and realizing how silly the world is. Oh, <laughs> indeed. So yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll keep you all up to date on the real world reunion. And if anything nutso <laughs> happens. But, yes, uh, please do. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's just, it's just, you know how time flies, right? Oh, time certainly flies. So I'm gonna go out on a limb, Sarah, and say that <laughs> you're a homebody with adventurous tendencies. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Because I'd say I am too. I don't know if you would agree with that. I, I maybe I see myself differently than other people do, but I definitely feel like I'm kind of that like ambivert. I definitely feel like I have gotten way more homebody because of COVID. And I think a lot of people have. Yeah, I've had to. And I feel like it had more, maybe like a negative connotation, but now it's maybe cooler to be a homebody because we've all kind of perfected our homes and we've had all this time to like really kind of lean into it. But the, the definition of homebody is interesting. It's a person who likes to stay at home, especially one who is perceived as unadventurous. And I thought, Hmm. See, I, I feel like I have homebody tendencies, but I definitely like a good adventure. And I think you're the same. And it, and I brought it up to a group of friends of mine because I wanted to see who's a real bona fide homebody here. Like I wanted to kind of have a discussion. And I had forgotten that my friend Alice had a blog for a long time called Homebody in Motion with the exact theme. Hmm. So I guess it is a, a good conversation. I mean, do you feel like being a homebody is kind of like a, like an unattractive thing? Uh, I mean, I just don't care. <laughs> I don't care if anyone, you know, what, what people think. I think for a long time, and this for sure just has to do with getting older because it, yeah. it's the COVID thing. Yeah. I mean, we, mm -hmm. we've all been forced to, to just chill at home and, you know, and hunker down whether we wanted to or not. But for years before that, I mean, I really relish my alone time. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like inside my house, you know, I could go on a long walk or whatever, but 
you know, or, or get lost in the stars kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But that's just, I like it. And I have lived alone for a really long time now. Mm -hmm. um, even when I've had like a partner, I still like that. You know, I don't mm -hmm. care if they leave for a while, you know, I'm like, yeah, cool, great. Totally. You know, you know, I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna chill. But, uh, but, but I, um, I, I do like an adventure. I like spontaneity. I think that that all still has a place for me. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know when my next vacation is going to be, for example, but I'm a pretty good traveler, you know, yeah, and you I are. like to do kind of crazy things and and see the world and have stories to tell. But but yeah, I the homebody stuff is for sure me. I mean, yeah, not being able to stay up to watch Saturday Night Live is like a real thing because I'm not yeah. doing anything on Saturday night except mm -hmm. sleeping. But it feels so good. Yeah, there's something yeah, about there's, there's just nothing comfort. I feel like I'm missing. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I have that, I really have that tendency and I don't know where the ratio is, but you know, I would say like when there's like a good rainstorm rolling in, like I'll be kind of happy because I can kind of like snuggle up and watch a lot of movies and stuff. But then I'm like, there's times when I'm really restless and antsy and I really think that there um, is room in the world for an adventurous homebody. And, you know, where do you draw the line? You know, I wouldn't be able to be on the road. I know people who are always on the road. They cannot be home. They feel uncomfortable home. They don't want to be alone. You know, they have to be kind of interacting and traveling. I just would be exhausted. Like, I couldn't do it. And, you know, and I think that there are some people who feel like, you know, the homebody thing is like unsexy. Well, like F him. <laughs> I just can't, I can't imagine carrying. I, yeah. I don't know. You know, it's like, I'm not telling you what to do. I no. mean, so, so yeah, go travel. I think there's, I used to have this boyfriend who shall remain nameless, who did not like to be alone. And yeah. uh, I mean, a lot of people don't like that, but yeah. it was something that, you know, it used to bother me at times because it wasn't so much that he was clingy just with me, mm -hmm. even though, I mean, we obviously liked each other. We wanted to hang out a lot, but we never lived together, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was like, there was some space, but it used to bother me that he just didn't like being alone, period. Yeah. And it was kind of always kind of creating these scenes where people were surrounding him. Yeah. You know, it's like, you can't, you know, just two people at a bar. No, let's get six of us kind of yeah. thing, you know, or, or, um, oh, you know, we're going to go to a movie. Oh, I invited, you know, these other people to also come kind of thing. Uh -huh. And it, it was like, it didn't, it wasn't that I didn't like the people. Yeah. That wasn't it. But I was like, what is your problem? Like, you always <laughs> have to create that, like this, it's like yeah. a, a party. people like that too. Because it's like, you want to feel, like it, it's helping you feel alive. Yeah. You know, and sure. that's fine sometimes, but you seem to not be able to be alone, period. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was never alone. Yeah, and, I know people like that. And it was like, it was, I mean, it wasn't like a deal breaker, but I, it was something that I was like, that's just not, not me you. at all. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know why, why you, it, because it's like, yeah, yeah, people can suck the energy out of you. Oh you yeah, know? like it's for like, me, I, I, yeah, I like that kind of the one-on-one -on -one thing. Like I, I, get, I get a little more quiet in big groups because it kind of exhausts me. But it's funny, it's like, I think one telltale sign that you're like a real homebody is like when you're happy, when someone like cancels plans with you. And oh my like, gosh, best, yes. best day of my life, <laughs> yeah. Always. So I, I want to know, are you a homebody and proud of it? Or are you kind of <laughs> embarrassed to admit it? Please email us at hi at have such a good day.com. 
Yeah, email us about whatever is on your mind. We love getting All your emails. Um, in fact, we, we got a few emails over the last week. I was talking about the power outage on our previous show, on, on show 91. This is show 92. And Jude wrote in and said, I think it's time to get an old-fashioned landline, Sarah. Uh, Jude, you might be right about that. You might be right about that. I haven't had one in a long time. I know... My mom still has a landline. I know people who have them for emergencies. Yeah. Just, you know, and, and I've always been like, yeah, that's a pretty good idea, you know, just in case. Mm-hmm. But uh, but no, I... It's I so not you. It's You're just... You're too digital. Yeah, just it's, it's probably something to have or even something mm-hmm. to like think about putting in the Airbnb, you know, like, again, yeah, emergency stuff. Like an emergency phone, like a red emergency phone. Just some, <laughs> something where you can call a, you know, call a, a fire department or something, you know, like that kind oh, of yeah, thing. Totally. It's probably mm-hmm. a good idea. So yes, Jude, uh, thank you. I, a good reminder. And you can even, um, while you're at it, put a phone book in the house. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Brett also wrote in, uh, I had mentioned, I was like last week or the week before about if anyone would be interested in a have such a good day ball cap kind of thing. And Brett said, I definitely rock an HSGD hat. So oh, that nice. is good feedback. That's great. All y'all that haven't uh, written in about that, let us know if, if you care or not care about this ball cap idea. Indeed. And then Allie, our friend Allie, who, uh, who does write in often which is great uh we all used to work together heather and allison and i back in the day but <laughs> she said sodium related bloating dogwood trees teeth grinding <laughs> just wanted to say it's nice to get old with you ladies hope we can have a glass of wine someday talk about birds and stuff and you know what she always I, says the right thing i second that allison uh, me too i, I really it. do yeah it's i mean it's been so long that would be we have to have so a little fun reunion. it'll be like our version of like the real world you know <laughs> right, yeah to find out what happens when people stop being polite start getting real i wonder what city that's going to be actually like where we're going to meet up and have our reunion i don't We'll have to be strategic. You maybe know, Santa Fe. We'll see. Santa, maybe. Maybe <laughs> Santa Fe is the right place. <laughs> yeah. Just planting a seed. Well, just a reminder, I have such a good day. Uh, .com is where to send emails. But if you want to support us on this little show of ours, you can do so by becoming a patron if you're not already uh huge thanks to all of our patrons we love you all always looking for new patrons we have lofty goals for the show but you know it's uh it takes a village and there's just just us us two producing it so patreon.com slash have such a good day is where to find out more about um how you can support the show if you're so inclined um you can join our discord uh, at the five dollar and up Patreon level, and we just always, five dollars. We I know five dollars a month. Five dollars a month. You know. I mean, who doesn't want to be a five dollar bala? That yeah. is like the coolest title. Indeed. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we have fun conversations in there all the time, and always looking for more troops. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, please join us. We uh, come one, come all. We don't discriminate. To the good day ball. Uh, also, we're on Instagram and Twitter, HSGD Show, in both places. Um, we post about new episodes and and you know throw up some 
threw up some photos here and there. So And sometimes we take naps. Yeah. So if there's sometimes times where you're like, why haven't they posted anything? It's we might be taking a siesta. That's right. Yeah. Doing a yeah. girl's gotta rest. We gotta get our beauty rest. I was very tired, people. <laughs> I take a nap. I actually took a nap over the weekend. I haven't taken a nap in a long time. It was they can great. be wonderful, but they can also you can wake up and feel really groggy. Sometimes I don't like taking naps, but they can. That's be actually also... why I avoid them. But yeah. uh, but I it it all depends on how I sleep at night because if I'm sleeping well, it's like why would I need a nap? I don't want to take a nap. I want to be awake. You know. Yeah. But but yeah, I had I had a couple hours. I guess it was Saturday. Yeah, because it wasn't yesterday. And, and I just, it's funny, like my little house, my tiny home that I live mm -hmm. in is all windows. I mean, it's, yeah. there's like ridiculous amount of windows, which is great, you know, cause it's mm -hmm. pretty outside. You know, I, I like having windows, but where my couch is, it's directly facing the fireplace and that's where my TV is mounted. Yeah. And so if I'm sitting on my couch, I feel very secluded. Uh-huh. Nowhere else in the house, though. Everywhere else is window, 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 skylight, skylight. Yeah. You know, it's the whole thing. Even in my bathroom, I'm like, oh, man. But when I'm sitting on the couch, which I don't really do during the day, because I kind of just only sit there if I'm sort of like, okay, I'm unwinding. I'm going to watch Intervention or something like that. <laughs> but but because just it's hard to explain, but it's like when I'm sitting, especially because I'm sitting, so I'm like low, it's like I'm invisible, it's the mm -hmm. only little place where it's not, you know, kind of a window thing. Yeah. And I, Do I you laid. Have curtains? Yeah, yeah. I have shades. I mean, I okay. can, I, I could shut the place up if I want yeah. to, but I don't want to do that during the day. Yeah. You know, but it's just, it's psychological, you know. Mm -hmm. But I laid down and I was on the couch and I was just like, no one can see me. <laughs> you know, I'm going to close my eyes for a little bit. Oh, and I love it. it was a nice nap. It was yeah, a really nice good. nap. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. That sounds that sounds awesome. <laughs> I well, don't think I don't think people are like monitoring me in my home, but it's just it's that like feeling of like yeah, like I'm I'm just not near a window. I'm just I definitely have issues with that. Like yesterday I wanted to watch a TV, but I felt weird to close the shades in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. And I don't really like, I, I, I feel we're like in a fishbowl. I mean, we have lots of windows too. And I definitely feel like I keep looking out to see if somebody's like knocking at the door, or, you know, <laughs> looking through the window. It does make me a little nervous. So I, I definitely feel like I have to like close the shades and really make sure that I'm, you know, buttoned up <laughs> before I do anything <laughs> private. <laughs> we are such weird homebodies, you know, <laughs> that's the moral of this episode we're just but have weird. you seen us party and travel because we can definitely throw down yes we can we're, we're very diverse ladies adventurous spirited people um, yeah. who you know who happen to need to close the shades during the day <laughs> so, so we so we can feel safe <laughs> God, oh, you know, you, sometimes you talk through it and you're like, wow, I sound weird. Yeah, I totally. sound really weird. That's the beauty of the show. We're just we're laying it all out there for you. It's true. Yeah, you we are like who we are. And <laughs> exactly. We really hope you like us, but we if really you don't. I mean, not much we can do. We're kind of cemented in these ways, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> not much room for change anymore. Like, although it would be great. Um, and, and perhaps soul crushing if someone like wrote in, you know, email us and it's like, you know, great show, but <laughs> I'd like your personalities to change in these five different ways. 
<laughs> hey, I would actually like you to write in if you if you feel this way. Me too. Me too. Can't really change people, Sarah. Not after a certain... Everyone's capable of change, but there's a certain point where you have to be honest with yourself. You do. You know, I, I, I have these moments a lot where I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm always trying to be a better version of myself and I get things wrong all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's just being a human and, you know, it's good to recognize it and, and, you know, take criticism where that's warranted. But, uh, but yeah, there are just certain things where you go, you know, I'm just not going to (laughs) change. I'm just, it's just not going to, I can't do it. You know, that's it's why just not happening. you surround yourself with people who love you unconditionally. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unconditionally. That's an mm-hmm. interest. We'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in that. Yes, we will. Let's talk about it next week because that's actually unconditional love is one of those terms that I think gets thrown around where I'm like, I don't think kind of like unconditional iconic. I don't think it really exists. Yeah. You I might think, be right. I think There's there judgment. are always conditions. <laughs> Sounds like such a Seinfeld thing. Right. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, it's a Seinfeld skit. But let's unpack this yeah. maybe next week. All right, that sounds good. For now, for now, we're going to sign off, but it's been a lovely episode 92. It's thanks been a hoot. Thanks for, thanks for hoot, hoot, hooting with us. And uh, we'll be back next week and do it all again. Love you guys. I'll remain Heather. Love you guys. I'll remain Sarah. Have such a good day. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 